Welcome to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Michael is a speaker and author of two best-selling books and the president of three financial companies. Everything that we've created, the different companies, the different divisions, has all kind of been born out of a need. You know, it's not necessarily saying, hey, uh, let's go do this. It's, it's more so saying, you know, where is the need that we see and where are some places that we can fill that need and add value? And then we've kind of created solutions around it. He's also been a guest on several national media outlets like CNBC, Fox Business, and Bloomberg. His passion is to help you live well in retirement. He is also a dedicated husband and father and a big supporter of several local and national charities. Now, it's time for the Wealth and Health Radio Show with your host, Michael Wall. Welcome in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show, and it's a brand new week. I hope you've had a great week last week. Michelle, I'll tell you, time flies, doesn't it? Yes, it certainly does. <laughs> it's just like uh, here today, gone tomorrow. You know, I'm thinking to myself, geez, I was talking with somebody. We were talking about age. And I said, mm-hmm. wait a minute, I'll be 40 next year. I cannot believe I've been doing this for 16 years. I know. It's just crazy. <laughs> but time goes quick. And folks, that's why we want to maximize every day and everything that we're doing with our time. And certainly, if you have questions at any point in time, give us a ring. 888-511-WALL, 888-511-9255. Folks, just want to second opinion on what's going on with their wealth. Hey, can you give us a second opinion? Obviously, we're exclusive. We're boutique. We're totally independent. Uh, We have to make sure it's a qualified match one to another, but give us a ring. We can talk through that. The girls can help you with that. But the second type of questions we get, Michelle, a lot of times is people just calling in and saying, hey, could you cover this on the show? I have Mm -hmm. a question about, and I know a little later in this segment, we're going to cover a question that a caller had, but if you're the web person, you want to just connect with us online, go to leanonthewall.com. Dot com. Again, leanonthewall.com. Michelle, I'll tell you, there's so much uncertainty out there today oh, in yes. a lot of different things. You know, people are tired of politics. Mm-hmm. There's the markets up and down. What's going to go on? Should the, are the markets going to drop? Are they going to stay where they've, you know, we've been in a bull run. What's going to go on? Uh, just the cost of things in general. And it just kind of makes the world exciting. I guess, to live in, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's a way to put it. Is yeah. it, You never know what is going to happen. And that leads yeah. us to the uh, the question. We got a question from Marion Jupiter, and she mm. shot this over via the web, leanonthewall.com, because she said, mm-hmm. you know what, here's the thing. There's all this uncertainty, like you were talking about, Michael, but she's yeah. trying to figure out, okay, what am I going to do with health care? How do I incorporate that into my portfolio? What does that look like? Because the cost of health care today is likely mm. not going to be the cost of health care tomorrow. I mean, you yeah. look at everything. Drug prices are going up. Hospital stays are going up. If you have to get into long-term care facilities, how will that work? And so Mary's thinking, well, what should I do and what should I be looking for when it comes to my portfolio and health care? You know, it's interesting. You know, health care, prescription drugs in general. What's interesting is this. There was a study done and it basically showed about $858 spent on prescription drugs in America compared with about $400 per person across 19 other industrialized nations. So we're more than double the cost. About 17% of overall healthcare expenses are prescription drugs. And it is an interesting phenomenon, Michelle. Mm-hmm. I, you know, there's been a lot of conversation. I'm not saying that this is the case, folks. So if you're listening out there, I'm not saying this is exactly the case, but there's been some conversation even that prescription drugs are the gateway now to other illegal drugs. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But, you, you know, there's a lot of people that are becoming dependent on things. And you know, I think one of the things that I see as far as a shift, a mindset shift in culture today 
and, and I see it all the time, whether we're mm-hmm. sitting down and, and doing a review with someone on their portfolio or whether they're just having a conversation with someone or just different places that we go. Michelle, one of the things that I see is we have never before, you know, just think back about 10 years ago. Right. There's never been in a situation 10, 15 years ago where almost every print outlet, almost every TV station, almost every radio station had an advertisement that said, ask your doctor about, right? Right. And they're in a situation where they're saying, hey, you know, you see somebody playing in the yard with their grandkids and everything's great. Mm-hmm. And, and while they're playing in the yard or sailing on the yacht or out in the golf course or whatever, they list, you know, like 10 or, you know, could cause depression, could cause right. suicide, could cause. I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. Right. So yeah, if I got a headache and I take this medication or whatever it is, I could potentially kill myself. I mean, it's exactly. just like it's crazy. So. And, and the prescription drug companies are paying a ton of money, mm-hmm. a ton of money. And this, you know, could get off into another conversation. I really believe with the FDA involvement and, and, and the way money is moved. Personally, I lean more from the conspiracy side of the fact that, you know, these companies are profit machines. Mm. You know, we see that in a lot of healthcare, you know, and, and I'm going to maybe hit a little bit of a nerve here, Michelle, but even, even uh, for example, some of these nonprofits, some of these big nonprofits that exist in the country today, they have these big national campaigns, but then you see the directors or the, the CEOs or the people in the nonprofits and they're making six, seven, eight hundred, a thousand to a million plus a year. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wait a minute. Not that the cause is bad. The cause is good. But healthcare has become a machine in the world where uh, companies have been able to profit in a major way. And uh, I'll tell you, it's a conversation that people definitely have. So uh, I can't recall that, that person's name from Jupiter that, that sent the question. Yeah, Mary but- was wondering, okay, so what, what do I do? Like, how do I make sure that, you know, when you get towards the point where you need healthcare, mm. that you're prepared in your portfolio to have it, regardless of what the price is going to be? Yeah, well, I think that that is a great question. I got off into a tangent there. <laughs> I forgot the question. <laughs> That's <laughs> why I'm here. from time to time. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. But, you know, I think one of the things that I would say to Mary is, I would say, Mary, listen, here's the reality of the story. It's certainly something that everybody's going to have to deal with. So we need to kind of package that into the portfolio. Remember, the portfolio, I look at that as though the portfolio is a business. Mm-hmm. You're the CEO of your company, whether you have a million dollars or $10 million or $300 million or whatever the number is, you are the CEO of that company, right? And now it's your job to protect it, grow it reasonably, uh, mitigate taxes, mitigate risk, and take care of things like healthcare, et cetera. So I think you just look at that and say, okay, what is a realistic cost every year? And kind of figure out what that number is. And then look for the alternative approach. You know, we're going to have a, a special guest on next segment. You're not going to want to miss, folks. Chef Chris Paul, he is a master fusion chef. There's only seven of them in the world. Mm -hmm. He also oversees all of the food and everything at Christ Fellowship, does a great job. We're going to talk about eating healthy and the importance of that. So I think that's another step people can take, Michelle, that they often don't think about. They think about just how can I pay for my prescriptions? Right. And they don't necessarily think, okay, what can I do to actually get off prescriptions and eat healthier? And And be healthier and live healthier. Right. And that's more of the kind of the theme that we've been talking about over the last several months, Michael. It's really preparing today so you don't have to deal with the craziness of tomorrow. And that's what you can do with your portfolio. That's what you can do with eating healthy. And so it all ties in. It does. Well, you know, Michelle, kind of from a self-serving perspective and for f- folks, for those of you that are listening out there, you know, it's interesting we're able to have some of these guests on talking about these interesting topics. 
And a lot of it, you know, I'm gleaning myself and say, okay, how can we change and improve our lives? But also, I got to be honest with you, Michelle, the folks that we work with that come in and just say, you know what, I need a second opinion on my wealth. Mm-hmm. I'm not happy with what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. And we help them create a specialized, tailored plan specific to them. If we end up working together, one of the things that I can tell you as we work with clients over the years, those that are healthier and focused on living healthy mm-hmm. are typically happier. They're more enjoyable to be around. Right. And, you know, they just have a better outlook on life because their body, their brain is receiving the nutrients that they need. And so what that does is that gives them the ability to have a better focus and perspective on life in general. And so that's why we want to provide this information. So that way, as we help people on the financial side, they're also living better in life in general. Because it's not just about protecting and growing your wealth. Money is just a library card. Right. It's also about living well Mm -hmm. in everything that we do and maximizing what God has called us to do as we live life. And that's important. Exactly. That is super important. And Michael, that's really why you want to help people. And that is what it boils down to is answering the questions. That's why we have questions with Michael. So if you've got a question you want us to address on the show, feel free to either call in and have us jot it down. We'll get to it on the show. 888-511-WALL. That's 888 Five eleven nine two five five. Hit us up on the website, leanonthewall.com. Ask us your questions, but then really set an appointment to come on in and see Michael and the team. Because as you said, Michael, what you do is you tailor and you customize hmm. for folks exactly what they need. Just like if you go to a nutritionist or you go to a health coach, they're going to customize what you need for your body. You customize what folks need for their portfolio. Well, we really do. And and it's interesting you said health coach. You know, I got a, a friend, Jason Biondo, I'll mention his name, but they have a new firm coming in. They're from St. Louis. I'm going to have them on the air here in a little bit. They work a lot of, a lot with the St. Louis Cardinals. They've worked with other key level people like Joyce Meyer. Mm-hmm. Of course, I had the opportunity in February this year to go to uh, Cuba with uh, David Meyer, which is Joyce's son. Great guy. We had a lot of good conversation. But anyways, they do just that. The Jason's uh, firm staff, he's a part of the firm really, is high-performance coaching. And mm-hmm. it's a very tailored fit. And if people notice the difference there. And, you know, I think anytime, listen, we've all gone shopping, right? We've all gone clothes shopping. I don't know if you love buying clothes or not. Mm-hmm. I do, but I don't, <laughs> I don't have the time <laughs> to really do that a whole heck of a lot. So, you know, when you, when you do get out there, you, wanna, you know that if you buy something that's tailored, it's going to fit better. Right. And that's why when we talk to people, it's like, and folks, if you're listening to this, you know, what we're not doing is we're not saying, come in, come in, come in, please come in, come in, come in. We're saying, listen, if you're not happy with what's going on in your current situation, take steps in your own life to make change. That's what we're saying. Mm -hmm. I can't guarantee that we're the right fit, but what I can guarantee is we're going to have a real conversation. And the only way change is going to happen is if you make change. You know, I love that. Zig Ziglar talked a lot about that over the years where he would share uh, a lot of different things and talk about the importance of change in our life and the importance of, of what that looks like. And it's just so crucial if you keep doing the same thing and expecting different results, whether it's eating, whether it's finances, whether it's working out, whether it's, you know, hanging with your kids or grandkids. I, I've been thinking about that, Michelle. Mm-hmm. You know, we have four little kids. Cyrus, uh, our team posted a picture <laughs> of him actually on Facebook. By the way, folks, that's another way to get to, to know us. If you want to go to Facebook, check out Wall Financial Group. 
but there was a picture of Cyrus. He was helping me put a thermostat on the wall. And, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people say, well, you could just hire that out. Sure, I could. But, you know, I grew up, my dad did heating and air conditioning, and it's, it's not a big deal to, I learned a lot from him. It's not a big deal to change the thermostat. So I ended up uh, connecting with Cyrus, and I said, oh, let's do this. And he's totally engineered mine, just loved it. And he's there, you know, with the needle nose pliers. And so I just think it's so important to be spending that time uh, with not only him, but we have three other kids, you know, and, and all that they like to do playing soccer, and Justice loves baseball here at the gardens and just doing a lot of stuff there. But it takes an effort, mm-hmm. right? I could get so plugged into business all the time right, that I miss out on that. Exactly. And, you know, in order to focus on that, it takes change. And same way with life and everything that we do. We got to focus on what we want to do. And if we're not where we need to go, we need to make a change. And so part of that change is calling and seeing. 888-511-WALL. Ask your question so you can go ahead and make that change. 888-511-9255. I want you to stay tuned. We'll have more of the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall coming up next. Hey, folks, Michael Wall here. I want to take a minute away from the show and just talk to you about the idea of making sure that you vote this year. Listen, I know there's a lot of political nonsense, and I know that can be frustrating as people throw dirt back and forth and back and forth. But make sure this year, because it's so crucial and the stakes are so high, that you vote with your heart. Vote for someone that you believe is going to help get the country back on track. It is our right, and we live in a free country, so let's keep it that way. Here's to living in a better America in the future. Thanks for joining us on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. And again, I'm your host, Michael Wall. We're having a great show this week. And uh, if you've missed the first part of the show or you want to catch a little bit about what we're talking about, Michelle, it's been a crazy season, the political (laughs) season, all, all the nonsense going on. Of course, you know, this has caused people to be uncertain Yes. about their finances. You know, we've seen that a lot, haven't we? Absolutely. And that that's the key. A lot of times people are just sitting on the sidelines because they're mm. unsure. They're fatigued from all the craziness, as yeah. you say. And so they're wondering what to do. But now is the time to act before, you know, so you can prepare regardless yeah. of what happens. That's right. You got to prepare in advance. So if you got a question, folks, uh, reach out to us. I can't guarantee that it's the perfect fit, but I can guarantee that if we do connect, we're going to do our best to get you any information that you can to really help you live well in any economy. Our number is 888-TOLL-FREE, 888-511-WALL. Again, that's 888-511-9255. Or reach out to us online, leanonthewall.com. Again, lean on the wall. You know, you're getting tired. Mm-hmm. Long day, you get tired. Yep. Just lean right on the wall.com. <laughs> and we got a special guest this segment. I'm excited for Chef Chris Paul. He is a master Fusion Chef. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming. He's a really cool guy. I'm going to tell you a little bit of his story because this is interesting to me, Michelle. You mm-hmm. know, when, when I connected with him, he actually oversees, Chef Chris actually oversees all of the food prepared at all of the campuses for Christ Fellowship. Wow. That's which, right. which is a huge church. Yeah. Fun, fun. And uh, he's also the owner of Taste and See. And he, not only that, he is a master fusion chef. There's only seven of those, right, Chris? Is that crazy? There's crazy. seven of us. Yeah. In, the In the world. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pretty cool. And now what's interesting is when I had the first meal, Michelle, at Christ mm-hmm. Fellowship, I was like, ah, you know, what are you going to expect, church meal? It's not going to be that great. <laughs> <laughs> right. But we were really impressed. I was like, this is good food. And then we found out that he has Taste and See, which is like a boutique, really kind of private events that he does for uh, small groups and things. Really, really neat thing. Taste and see cp.com. You can yep. go check him out. Seven course deal where he goes through and explains all the different things. But Chef, first off, thanks for joining us in the show today. Oh man, thank you for having me, Michael. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Tell us a little bit 
because uh, I know, Michelle, you're a foodie. Oh, I am such a foodie. Mm-hmm. I love food. I really <laughs> do. That's my part. <laughs> I mean, listen, folks, if, if you don't like to eat, you're probably not alive. You know right. what I mean? That's just- <laughs> you know, there are so, it's funny because I was having a conversation with somebody and they were talking about how they just eat to live. Mm-hmm. And and I just, I couldn't comprehend that in my brain. Yeah. I was like, oh no, I, I live to eat. I love food. It's so wonderful. Well, you know, that's like a that's like an outtake from Over the Hedge. Right. You know that. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I only know that because I have four small children. In case you're yeah, I, I don't go home and watch Over the Hedge all the time. So tell us a little bit, of, what does it mean to be a master fusion chef? Obviously, there's only seven in the world. Very exclusive group. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, Christ Fellowship, very blessed to have you there. But what what, what does that actually mean? I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be there, let me tell you. Um, mm. It's really, it, basically, any culture, any anywhere, right, mm. in the world, mm-hmm. I can create that dish. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're Indian or if you're Greek, um, you're man. I mean, I can basically create anything uh, from that culture. Mm. And to back up a little bit on the fusion part of it, this yeah. is really kind of cool. We can take all the different worlds, right, and fuse them. Hmm. And just make them this totally different beast on the plate. Wow. Um, which is a lot of fun. Not a lot of people do it. And it takes a lot of time and education. And But ultimately, you know, being foodies, which I think we're in the whole room here with foodies. <laughs> um, I wish yeah. I brought samples. Sorry. I will oh, next time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. That's all right. Yeah. yeah well, we'll have to reschedule that for sure. Right. Maybe we'll do like a show with Chris every week. There you ah, go. Taste and see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love it. <laughs> cool. So, so just kind of bringing everything together. I know, you know, because I've been to one of your events, Chris, and for those of you that have not, because um, I wanted to talk a couple things today while you're here, is to talk awesome. about the transition of eating in our culture today, mm-hmm. you know, because it's kind of gotten, life is busy, yeah. first and foremost, right? Yeah. Life is really busy. I know, Michelle, we've talked about that before, how, right. you know, people are just going from here to there to everywhere. And um, so, Chris, let me ask you this. In, yeah. in the culture that we have today, the busyness of it. What has become the biggest need as far as food and eating? Obviously, I don't think people are eating the nutrients they oh, should no. really have, right? No, not at all. In fact, you know, it takes time to eat yeah. good, mm. doesn't it? Mm. It really does. In fact, um, a lot of midstreams now with uh, different whole foods and all different types, of, they're trying. They're saying, hey, okay, you know, here, eat healthy. But number one, it costs money to eat healthy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Just like exercising, mm-hmm. right? You, know, you got, oh, got to take time to do it. But truly, I mean, I, I go back to that saying, you are what you eat. Yeah. yeah. So if you're eating pie, your pie. Right? <laughs> I mean, and it's garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. It's in the same way um, yeah. in, in all different ways. So yeah, I, I think the culture needs to change, but we also need to embrace what, what's happening in the world. They say that we're supposed to have 12 different times of uh, carrots or vegetables or mm. some sort of 12, 12 a day. Do you eat 12 carrots a day? Uh, no, no, I don't. Okay, okay then. I don't, even, I don't even eat one carrot a day. I know Michelle eats, you eat 13, Michelle, don't you? I, I, I you know, try. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just so important that we eat well, you know, and uh, I've been on this real kick of juicing now. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I can drink my vegetables. Hello. You know, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. so much easier it's to do that. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. But what we do at Taste and See is we combine all those different types of nutritional mm-hmm. values, right? So not only you're enjoying the atmosphere and you're enjoying that food, mm-hmm. but you're eating healthier. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know. So, so let me ask you this. For all of the lazy individuals out there, I know Daly, she's here in the studio taking some notes and all this good stuff. She's our social media person. She eats healthy all the time. But mm. uh, for all of us out there <laughs> that, that don't eat healthy all the time, I, you know what, Michelle, you're a pretty healthy eater too. I, I do try to eat very healthy. And, and I think I know where you're going with it. Because for me, I always want to know, how do I eat healthy but in a quick way? 
because、mm. like Michael said, we're always we're going, going, going. And we all、yeah. know we need to slow down, but、yeah. the likelihood of us slowing down is very rare. Yeah. But yeah,、mm. I do want to grab and go, but what's out there for grab and go is really not always that healthy. Yeah, so let me ask you this. If someone was, let's say, they're, obviously, they're not going to be able to come to a Taste and See event every month. Right. So I'm going to encourage you folks out there, check it out. It's a great time and good food, and you really enjoy it. But if they can't do that, what would be some tips on a regular basis, just daily, that you would suggest people could do to implement in their、yeah. lives that are simple?、Uh, maybe one is juicing the vegetables. I don't、yeah. know. But what are some tips that people could take away? Michael, great question. In fact, you know, when we're going to, we all have to eat, we go to the grocery store and we have our list, right? We put、yeah. our list together. Right. Take your list and really think about it. Okay. How, depending on how many people that you have and you're feeding your family,、mm-hmm. you want to base it on having a vegetable. A little starch, right? And a lot of protein. Those are the big key things. There's several secrets that I go over too and taste and see. Get the opportunity to say, okay, well,、uh, how do I know a melon if a melon is really good?、Ah, well, it should be、huh. firm to the touch. And I'm touching, you guys can't hear, you can hear me, but you can't see me.、Yeah. This is where you touch on your finger, which is like right near your forehome, right here, and you're、mm-hmm. by your thumb.、Mm-hmm. And if it feels like. So that, just below your thumb, folks. He's talking about if you hold your、yep. hand up and you hold it out. Uh, just below your thumb, there's a little kind of firm spot.、Yeah. That's what he's、yep. talking about, right?、And、that's, yeah, that's exactly it. And that's what you want that to be. That, that touch needs to be a little firm, but also a, a little give back on it, too.、Mm-hmm. Um, and that will tell you. And you also want to look for the sweet spot. Like on a cantaloupe,、mm-hmm. it has a sweet spot.、Yeah. It actually has a discoloration where it sat on the ground, right?、Mm. Because God grew it that way. Okay. And it, it's kind of interesting. I age my fruit. So, I go ahead and take a cantaloupe or a honeydew and I take it and I put it in the back of the refrigerator. I forget about it, right?、Mm. For five days. Take it out, cut it up. It is sweet. And these are just tips. Take a bag, right? A regular bag、um, that you would、uh, give your son to go to school, right? You put it inside there, a paper bag. You put your mushrooms in there. As soon as you get them, you stick them in the back of the refrigerator. They will last three weeks. Yes, I said three weeks. Wow.、Yeah, three weeks longer. I mean, that, when we buy mushrooms, right, they go real quick. You got to use them or lose them.、Mm-hmm. Well, this actually trains it. To last longer because, again, it, it, we don't have the time. But if you have the ingredients in your house, then you can go ahead and do it really quickly. Now, that's, those are just two things. There's so many secrets when、mm. it comes to a chef. That's awesome. And now,、yeah. Michelle, I know you had some things you wanted to ask. Yes. And, and Chris, you, you brought that in. And you know, I think one of the things I was wondering is as you're talking about that, how do we make sure that we get the nutrients、mm. that we need、um, as we're running through our day, going back and forth,、yeah. and also trying to? Eat and feed our families. Get、yeah. it in the body, not just in the fridge, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Part of it's laziness. Yeah, no, man, that is a great question. And it, you know what? It's a simple answer. You think of it this way you want to stay away from white, huh?、Mm-hmm. Yeah, white.、Mm-hmm. You want to stay away from white. A lot of carbs will fill you up, but not、mm-hmm. give you the nutrition that you need.、Mm-hmm. The greener the vegetable, the So you're saying pizza is super healthy. <laughs> <laughs> the, the crust is not, but you know, of course, the tomato sauce is. Yeah, you know, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, and you want it bright. You want it really bright. So if you get、mm-hmm. kale, Mm-hmm. Man, it doesn't taste really good, but it's so good for you.、Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you want bright colors.、Um, I love purple.、Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just love that color. So, purple Peruvian potatoes are awesome. Yeah,、purple、well, that's、basil. the color of your,、uh, <laughs> your chef thing. <laughs> that's,、yeah. right. that's good. And if you, go, if you go that direction, you say the brighter the colors,、mm-hmm. I'm a home run. That's、mm-hmm. easier、ah. that way. And again, there's, there's also the scientific answer, too. But if you're on the run, because we all are, like、mm-hmm. Michael said, you know, we're just so busy. Think of it that way the brighter the color, the more nutrition. And Chris, let me ask this Is there a trick to getting kids to start eating healthier?、Mm, that's a good question. Oh, yeah, absolutely.、Um, you know, I have some polo clients that always ask me that, and I get an opportunity to cook for them. You just got to make it fun.、Mm. You've got to make it fun. You, you, carrot shouldn't look like a carrot, huh? 
Yeah, it sounds kind of crazy, but a carrot shouldn't look like a carrot. It should look something different, uh, animal characters. A lot of times, if you put natural sugar in items, it's okay. It's mm-hmm. okay to do that. You know, if, if your child tastes a little bit of the sweetness, so what? They're eating their carrots. Leave them yeah. alone. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, there's mm-hmm. always little tricks when it, when it comes to that. And you definitely want them to, if anything, they should be eating more vegetables than us. Really? And wow. It, and it's hard. It's hard for a child. Because of the growth, I guess, right? Oh, yeah. Growing? Yeah. Yeah. You, you need that, especially with the elderly. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, that's a hidden fact. Mm. Um, a lot of times we need to be twice, maybe three times as much. Is that right? As adults. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we can always get it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they can't. So what do you think we get? We got about a minute left here. I just wanted to ask, you see a lot today, Chris, people are using these shakes, you know, they're getting shakes from all over the place and then they're, they're taking mm. uh, maybe supplements and yeah. that sort of thing. And obviously those help, I guess, but it's, it's yeah. probably no real replacement for the actual vegetables. No, no. What, what are your thoughts on that? I'm going to go on a limb. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. going to go out here. Well, that's I'm good. Out here. Separation. Hi. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, is, it is anything you're manufacturing, okay? Anything that you put together is not healthy. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a strong believer in if it grew from the ground and God made it that way, just eat it. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't make it and change its form. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's so hard for us to go ahead and say, okay, well, I'm going to have my powder. I'm going to have my shake. You know, if we were as, and I'm talking like me, right, that we weren't as lazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what our society is based on now. Fast food, fast this, fast that. No. Look, you want to, I think Michelle actually said it, you love to eat or live to eat, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, these yeah. are the things. Yeah. These are the things in, in reality is if, if what you put into your body, is what you're going to get out of it. Well, come on, folks. Come on. Let's put some good stuff in there. Yeah, and, and plan for the feeling good and plan for the health and yeah. all of that. Absolutely. Well, that's been great. I'll tell you, I can't believe the time flew by here, Michelle. Uh, but Chris, thank you so much for, oh, for joining us thank today. You. This was <laughs> this was so much fun. I will bring samples next yes, time. Yes, I promise. <laughs> now we need to invent cr- scratch and sniff, right? Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it. So if you want to check out more about Chef Chris, you can go to uh, Taste and See CP, as in Chris Paul, Taste and See cp.com you can sign up for one of his events he's got a little events it's really kind of cool very exclusive very boutique but a lot of fun i've been to some of the events before and the food is fantastic i gotta be honest with you really really good but uh that's the end of it for the show today michelle as always uh thanks for joining us each and every week and folks out there listening we want to thank you for listening in tuning in hopefully you got something that really can apply to your life this week, folks. It can help you live better, live healthy, uh, and pre- protect and improve your wealth. If you have questions about that, you want to sit down, you want to talk, have a conversation, give us a ring, 888-511-WALL. Again, 888-511-9255. Or visit us at leanonthewall.com. A lot of education out there. But here is to living well and living healthy over the course of the next week. Until next week, have a great one. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to the Wealth and Health Radio Show with Michael Wall. To schedule your own personal appointment, call 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. And to find out more about Michael and the Wall Financial Group, head to leanonthewall.com. Investment advisory services offered through Wall Private Wealth. Wall Private Wealth and Wall Financial Group, Inc. are not affiliated. You know what the stock market is going to do next week? Of course you don't. Nobody knows. Not even the so-called experts on the financial news channels. The fact is, today's financial environment is more complex than ever, and you need a solid team of professionals to help you maximize your wealth. That's why it's time to lean on the wall, as in Michael Wall and the team at the Wall Financial Group. They specialize in strategies designed to help you preserve and grow the retirement portfolio you've worked so hard to build. They can assist you with everything from tax and estate planning to wealth management. Give them a call at 
511-WALL and see if you qualify for a complimentary Living Well Retirement Review with Michael Wall. That's 888-511-9255 or visit leanonthewall.com. Investment advisory services offered through Wall Private Wealth. Wall Private Wealth and Wall Financial Group, Inc. are not affiliated. Welcome to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Michael is a speaker and author of two best-selling books and the president of three financial companies. Everything that we've created, the different companies, the different divisions, has all kind of been born out of a need. You know, it's not necessarily saying, hey, uh, let's go do this. It's, it's more so saying, you know, where is the need that we see and where are some places that we can fill that need and add value? And then we've kind of created solutions around it. He's also been a guest on several national media outlets like CNBC, Fox Business, and Bloomberg. His passion is to help you live well in retirement. He is also a dedicated husband and father and a big supporter of several local and national charities. Now, it's time for the Wealth and Health Radio Show with your host, Michael Wall. Well, welcome in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. And again, I'm your host, Michael Wall, joined each and every week with Miss Michelle Wright. As she is uh, right here in front of me saying, it's good to be right. Why be wrong, right? <laughs> exactly. And that, that's how I feel. But yeah, no, it is a, it is going great and always good to see you, Michael. Absolutely. Well, I always enjoy seeing you. And folks, if you're just joining us, you've really been missing out on some great shows mm-hmm. in the past week. I'll tell you, we've had some stellar guests on and continue to have just quality information hopefully shared. By the way, we'd love your feedback. If there's things you're listening to the show and you're saying, you know what, I'd really love to hear more about this or that, or you have a question for us, connect with us. Either calling in 888-511-WALL. Again, that's 888-511-9255. Or send an email. You can send us an email to info at leanonthewall.com. Or if you love Twitter, if you're on Twitter like Donald Trump, he's tweeting, uh, I think, like 10 tweets every three seconds. Right. <laughs> uh, send us a tweet, at Lean on the Wall. And those are the couple ways you can get a hold of us. Again, if you love the phone, 888-511-9255. And let us know your thoughts or feedback for the show, things you'd like to hear. Maybe you just have a question about your personal situation. But, you know, Michelle, we're coming up on election season. We, oh, and, we're uh, coming up on the end of it, and there oh, will be rejoicing in yeah. the right household <laughs> once that happens. I think everybody <laughs> at this stage in the game is kind of saying, I don't, folks, I don't know how you feel out there. Obviously, you know, there's a lot of problems in the country. Uh, we don't want to make light of that in any way, shape, or form, but I got to be honest with you, I am getting tired of all mm-hmm. the commercials and the just continual 24-hour news media. How about it, Michelle? Oh, my goodness, yes. I will tell you, I probably tired of it right around June. Yeah. And so I am officially <laughs> over it because it is it is crazy. And, and, you know, it's interesting that you bring up the election and whether or not folks have questions, because we do have a question from John from Jupiter. Yeah. And his question has to do with the election. And mm-hmm. he wants to know whether or not his portfolio will be affected by the election, who gets into office. And really, what about that? I think a lot of people are wondering the same thing because there's a lot of fatigue. Yeah. People are kind of over it and right. they're just kind of waiting to see what's going to happen yeah. before they do any moves. So what what about that, Michael? Will this election affect our portfolios? Well, let me say yes and no. And and not to be uh, both sides of the coin, but you know, Michelle, really when you take a look at it, obviously things move, markets move, right? Mm-hmm. When we look at our portfolio, when we look at investments, if you have investments in the market. Now, obviously, if your investments are not in the market, they're in you know insurance-type structures or CDs or at a bank, money markets, that sort of thing, you're probably going to be in a place where you're not going to see any effect with your portfolio at all. 
uh, to the negative. Okay, so when you take a look at that, if your if your investments are in the market, then we have to ask ourselves the question: Why do markets move? Well, there's mm-hmm. several different reasons markets move, Michelle. One is because good data, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe the job numbers are up. Maybe, uh, I mean, looking at all these different parameters around markets, what's happening with markets? What's the housing market right. doing? You know, employment, as I mentioned earlier, company growth, all of these different things. So what's happening overall? Also trends, right? Just the market trends itself um, and, and, and how that affects overall markets. But then when you look at it in addition, the markets also can move because of emotion, mm-hmm. because we're emotionally driven people. And when people feel like there's an opportunity for hope or they feel like there's an opportunity for things that are going to be better in the future, they become optimistic. And when mm-hmm. people become optimistic, they tend to spend and invest more for the future. If they are not optimistic or they're feeling like, you know what, we're moving in the wrong direction and I don't know exactly what's going to happen. Now you're in a situation where markets can really halt or do a pause. Mm -hmm. So, you know, whether it's Hillary Clinton or whether it's Donald Trump, we know that there's going to be some change for sure, probably with Donald. Right. Uh, Hillary, we're not sure exactly how much change from the current administration is going to happen. But what we do know is with both of them, there's going to be uh, either regulations that are reduced or maintained or increased. You know, Mm -hmm. with Hillary, we know that there's probably going to be more regulations Uh, on small businesses and different things like that. With Donald, he once says he's mentioned to get rid of a lot of regulations, which is going to free up capital. So I think at this stage in the game, it's almost like holding a stock through earnings. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't know exactly what's going to happen with the earnings. There's some predictions, but we don't know for sure. I think this is a great time, though, just as it is any time, Michelle, to really take a step back and say, okay, what is happening with my current situation? Right. Because what we do know, Michelle, is we've really been in a bull run since 09 still. Mm-hmm. Now, we've kind of been moving into a sideways trend, but the fact is we've been in that bull run since 09. So this is a great time for people to just kind of step back and say, okay, let me take a second opinion on what's going on. Right. Here's a question that people do need to ask. And for this John in particular that called in and mm-hmm. doubt in, here's what I would say to John. John, I would say, listen, my suggestion would be is take a look at your portfolio. Mm-hmm. And if you look at your situation, remember back to what happened in 2008. Mm-hmm. And if you lost money in 2008 and then you you know kind of gained back right. what you lost, but you haven't made a whole lot of major changes. Maybe you've made some changes, but not many. Even markets today are different than they were in 08. Mm. We live in a new economy. It's the new reality, different markets. So my suggestion would be if you're uncertain or scared, really now is a good time to be stepping back and saying, okay, you know, maybe I need to get a second set of eyes, a fresh set of eyes on what's happening in my portfolio just to make sure, regardless of what happens with the election, then I'm going to be okay. That's probably my long answer, Michelle to John. No, I think that that's a great point because people will look and, you know, it's that definition of insanity. If you keep doing the same thing, expecting different results, that is, you know, what the joke is, is that's the definition of insanity. And so it really is being able to look at what you have done in the past and figure out how to make those changes. And it would probably be more beneficial to make those changes prior to the election rather than post-election. Is that accurate? Well, I say it would be. You know, it's almost like, uh, you know, you want to prepare in advance. So mm-hmm. since we don't know necessarily what's going to happen, and, and also we what we do know, all right, so what you have to do is you say, okay, well, there's a lot of things I don't know. Right. Right? But what we can do is we can focus on what we do know. Mm-hmm. And what we do know is what I mentioned about market trends, where things are. We know that QE has ended. You know, a lot of people remember quantitative easing. Right. Okay, so there was a lot of QE happening. The Fed was printing money. Money was then being used used to purchase treasuries and pushed into the markets 
via that that mechanism of QE. Well, QE was happening from 09 to about, you know, 2014, give or take. Mm-hmm. We know that QE is over, right? And we know that that is not happening anymore. What we also know is there's a big concern out there, Michelle, for, you know, we had several bubbles in the past. Mm-hmm. We had the tech bubble and then we had the housing bubble. And now I really believe a lot of economists would agree the fact that we are in another bubble. But mm. this bubble, I believe, is more of a central bank bubble. Ah. And the reason is because we're in a situation where there's been so much money that have been pumped into economies, right. created money. Right. That has been pumped into economies. And that is what, in a lot of ways, has pushed Markets have pushed economies, and now the faucet, the switch, so to speak, of that money's being driven in or, or driven in, if you will, to markets is over. Mm-hmm. And as we see that switch being turned off, we see markets after the switch was turned off, Michelle, basically going sideways. Right. So when you take a look at that, that would be a big concern that I would have is, you know, QE's over. I really do believe that we are in that central. I, I believe there's going to be another bubble there, and I believe we're in the midst of it. I really believe when that bubble bursts, mm-hmm. it's going to be bigger than 2008. I really believe that. I'm not taking it from a pessimistic perspective, right. but I am taking it from a demographic perspective, taking mm-hmm. a look at what's happening with the boomers as, as they move to retirement, mm-hmm. taking a look at how the generation behind them is doing as far as investing, right. which is not near what the boomers did, and also taking a look at what's happening globally mm-hmm. with the central banks infusing money into economies as almost they're propping up not only economies, but governments. Right. And that was going to be my question is, you know, it's not just domestically anymore. Our markets are more international, but when we look at what the international central banks are doing, they're kind of doing the same thing that we did back in 09 through the end of QE. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. And what you're seeing is, I really believe that you're going to see more Greece situations Mm -hmm. in the future. Because you cannot fix debt with debt. Right. You just can't do that. And folks, you're listening out there and you're saying, okay, that's resonating, but make sure you're paying attention because to get information and not take steps is not going to allow you to improve anything in your personal situation. And so really when I look at that, Michelle, I say, okay, what should happen? And I think if you just go with some real simple common sense, we know you cannot fix debt with debt. Right. At some point in time, you have to fix the root of the problem. And to date, we haven't done that in in societies. We just haven't. And that is the key. But you want to be able to fix the root of the problem in your personal economy and with your portfolio. And so that's where this leads me to our very special offer this week. And it's election proofing your portfolio, (laughs) which I think is so apropos to be able to do right now. And so, Michael, if somebody calls in, sets up an appointment, sends you an email, and they say, okay, I I heard you on the radio, and you're talking about the election. What does looking at taking that second opinion, election-proofing somebody's portfolio, what's that entail? Well, a lot of it has to do initially of just kind of understanding what goals, desires, and dreams of the person are. But then beyond that, we're going to take a look at cost and risk, right? Mm -hmm. Because Anytime you're taking risk that affects your portfolio, anytime you have cost and fees that affects your portfolio. Now, you're not going to get good wealth management advice for free. Everybody knows right. that, okay? Right. But what we do want to do is because we live in a society where there's more efficient and more smart portfolios that we will utilize for clients. We want to make sure that we maximize that. So a lot mm-hmm. of people, you know, are just in a situation where they're only using traditional things that they've done in the past and there's ways to maximize that. So sitting down, understanding goals and needs, Michelle, but also then looking at cost and risk 
and really what does that risk look like and how can we reduce it by really maintaining returns? We want to have our what's called standard deviation in mm-hmm. order. And we kind of dive through that and talk about what that looks like with the review. It's really it's really eye-opening in a lot of ways. Right. Now, I do know that your schedule is very busy, and so you have a limited amount of mm. time. So for folks listening today, how many folks can you handle to, to electron-proof their portfolio this week? Well, you know, for those of you that are listening, you'll know in the South Florida area, we just uh, were in a place where we were okay from the hurricane. We got some mm-hmm. winds and things. So because of that, Michelle, we actually ended up canceling some things. Mm-hmm. So this week, we're probably going to have about four spots available, a little more than normal. We're going to have about four spots available this week uh, for folks to come in and sit down and take advantage of that should they choose to. All right. So let me go ahead and give you this phone number. It's 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. Check us out on the web, leanonthewall.com. You can send us an email, info at leanonthewall.com as well. Stay tuned. We'll have more of the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall coming up next. Hey folks, Michael Wall here. Those of you who know me are aware that I'm a strong believer in the American dream, success through hard work. But I also believe in giving back, and that's why I'm constantly on the lookout for organizations that improve the lives of those who need our help the most. And one of those organizations is the March of Dimes. The money raised by the annual March for Babies helps moms right here locally have healthy, full-term pregnancies. It also funds research to find solutions to the problems that threaten our babies. If you believe, as I do, that every baby deserves a fighting chance, then please join me in supporting the March of Dimes in whatever way you can. Find out how by going to marchforbabies.org. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with your host, Michael Wall. Michael has appeared on several national media outlets like Fox Business, Bloomberg, and CNBC. And now, back to the show. People try to put us to death. Talking about my generation. Just because we get around. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. My name is Michelle Wright. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your very busy weekend schedule to join us here. We really appreciate that. That, of course, the Who and my generation, we are wishing Mr. Roger Daltrey from the Who a very happy 72nd birthday. And my generation, actually, that song, part of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's 500 songs that shaped rock and roll. So uh, Mm. when you think of the Who, they definitely shaped rock and roll. And for those of you who are CSI fans, have shaped CBS's <laughs> just late night because all of them are uh, yeah. Who songs that they play as uh, their intros to CSI. Another fun fact for you. That is a fun fact. You know, <laughs> you know what's interesting is I do not watch CSI. I have never watched it. Really? None of the CSI's? Because yeah. there are like of 85 them. of them. <laughs> yeah, no, I've not watched any of them. When I went to Cuba, I was uh, connecting with one of the guys we went down with was Erwin McManus. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, pastor of Mosaic Church, done some TED Talks and a bunch of other things. Really cool guy from L.A., uh, pastor of a church out there. But really, really artsy guy, and he's done some uh, really cool things with theater, music, and actually did some uh, video stuff and other production he was talking to me about this, you know, all these different media things. I'm like, hey, look, I have four little kids. I don't right. watch a lot of TV. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you you're know? watching like the Wiggles and, and that mm-hmm. type of thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like we're we're on the ground, on the floor playing Candyland. And- right. You know, getting out the Uno game and wrestling around and, you know, an eight-year-old, six-year-old and twins are five. I mean, it's still, it's prime time now, you know, and that's right. important. And 
And so, uh, but that's that's what we're doing. No CSI at this stage in the game. And that's by the true. time uh, they go to bed, we're tired. <laughs> that's true. Exactly. You're not trying to look at CSI. You just want to fall asleep as well because they have all the energy. I wish I could find a way to bottle the energy of little ones oh, and that'd be, be able awesome. to sell. I, I just haven't figured that out yet. But that's a that's a million dollar idea right there. <laughs> well, we, we turn we turn on the CSI network. It's called Can Sleep Immediately right. after the kids go to bed. Right. <laughs> that's what exactly. We do. That's the CSI that's going on in the wall. That's household. exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. A lot of fun though. Yes. It's a lot of fun. Well, Michael, you know fun. what? We were talking um, a little bit about, and you, you were explaining to me, because I was I was a little questioning, I was a little skeptical when you talked about mm. flea yep. training, because mm-hmm. I'm like, am I fleeing training? Am I actually training fleas? Yeah. What is that? What are we discussing here? Well, it is crazy. And people listening to this out there, they're probably saying, how in the world does flea training have anything to do with finances or life or anything else? I'm sure. And I'm sure that's what you were thinking (laughs) along the way, too. (laughs) So, yeah, we're talking about we're we're actually talking about training fleas, flea training, training fleas. And it's interesting, um, you know, you got to hang on here and listen to this because it's amazing how uh, connected we can be with some of the philosophy. If you go to YouTube or other things, you can Google flea training. You watch videos, see how it's done. But what's interesting, and that was actually a chapter in my book, Michelle, Retire mm-hmm. Once, Retire Well, was the book. Um, and the, the uh, chapter is called Fleet Training. And, and what we talked about, or what I shared, was basically the idea of conditioning. And when you think about it, you know, we often think that, you know, we know that we can get conditioned to certain things. You know, it's just like, you know, if you are from the north and you live in the south and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you live in Florida for a long time, your body starts to get conditioned and acclimated to that, to that weather, weather yes. pattern, right? Yes, it does. Um, I can speak from experience. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, you know, there's all kinds of things where you can start to get conditioned as time moves along. And uh, there was some training done, again, with, with fleas here. And it's kind of, kind of interesting research done behind this. And basically what they did is they took these fleas um, and they put them in a jar. And again, that bad joke, you know, when the two fleas are going up the hill, should we walk or take the dog? I know, courtesy laugh. Ah, <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. Yes, thank you very much. But they put these fleas in a jar and um, they put the lid on the jar. Now, what's interesting is fleas then would, they, they'd watch them. They would bounce up and they'd hit the top of the jar. Mm-hmm. Well, anytime they're hitting the top of the jar, that creates pain, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, so that pain, after a little while, you know, started to say, John Flea said to Joe Flea, hey, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm going to slow down. Right. So I'll only jump so high I don't hit the top. Well, what they did through the research is they actually ended up taking the lid off of the jar. Now, what's interesting, Michelle, is now these fleas had total freedom. Mm -hmm. They could have jumped out and found any dog of their liking or whatever, but they ended up jumping up, but they had been conditioned now that they will only jump as high as the jar. And they actually did a little bit additional research where they actually took those same fleas that were in that environment Mm -hmm. and they took them out of the jar and just kind of set them on a desk and they only jumped up still just as high as the lid of the jar. Wow. And even in the jar shape. So they didn't even go outside the boundaries of that jar shape. Yeah. So it's it's crazy when you hear about that. But to me, how does that tie into the financial world or life in general? Well, what happens is, as we look at ourselves as people, as humans, we realize that we have the ability over time to get conditioned or to be conditioned through pain. 
right? Right. I mean, you think about it. You know, a lot of people remember uh, the idea of 2001, a couple of planes hit the Twin Towers. Mm-hmm. Horrible time for the country, unfortunately. But, you know, the stock market went down. Now, it was already in a downswing or a downturn before 9-11 happened. And that's right. an interesting point and a fact that a lot of people don't know or don't really think about. When they think of the 2001 and 2002 years, they think, well, you know, the markets went down those years because of 9-11. Not so. Mm. The market was already in a downturn for several months, even before 9-11 happened. And Michelle, that's a little side note here, but that's why it's so important to take a look at market cycle. Right. Because when we take a look at investing money, understand market cycles, we understand uh, normal market cycles, we realize that that is going to happen over periods of time. But anyways, going back into the condition, so people are, you know, start losing money, mm-hmm. uh, 0102, then all of a sudden 2007 happens, and you know, through those several years, the markets were pretty strong, and then 08 hits. Right. 2008, markets start losing, markets lose a lot of money again. And people start to say, you know, gee, they start to be conditioned to think that, you know, maybe the retirement that I always wanted Mm. or maybe the lifestyle that I always wanted financially, maybe it's not a real option. Right. You know, everybody's out there. Everybody out there is losing money. And, you know, maybe it's not a real option when the reality of it is there's a lot of strategies and there's a lot of things that exist out there today, Michelle, that lost no money in 2008, that lost no money in 2001 and 02. Mm -hmm. They may not have made a bunch of money. But, you know, at the end of the day, zero is your hero, right? Right. I mean, heck, if the market's dropping 40% and you make nothing, you're glad you made nothing. Exactly. Now, I'm not suggesting that every strategy is right for everyone. And obviously, as I mentioned on a repeated basis, that's why we're independent and we can work with any investment that exists out there today. But it's really understanding, you know, what kind of conditioning do you have? You know, are you in a place where you watch TV and if you only walk into a, an investment shop where it's a huge, enormous building from one of the big houses or whatever it may be, you know, are you in the mindset that that is the only place that can provide you the type of service and advice? Mm. I don't know. Right. You know, and, and so you got to be thinking through that and say, okay, what really is conditioning the way I see things? Is it because of commercials? You know, I see a, a bunch of financial commercials on TV and that causes me to say, well, this must be the right place. Now, maybe it is. I don't know. But the point is, take a look at elections. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in an election season right now. And, and how do most people vote? How do make, most people make their decisions? Well, most of the time it's commercials. Yeah. Yep. You know, in, in, in this election season, I mean, a lot of people uh, hate Trump. A lot of people love Trump. But at the end of the day, one of the things we do know is he has brought a lot of people into uh, paying attention or a little bit more attention to the political arena because of the celebrity status and all the nonsense and all the different things, good and bad, that are going on. So mm-hmm. when you take a look at that, it's it's kind of a good thing because, uh, you know, people are paying a little bit more attention than just saying, you know, I don't really know who to vote for. So when I walk in uh, my election area, I'll just vote for the guy that's got the nicest sign standing outside when I walk in. Right. Not a good way to do it. Same exactly. way with your finances. You know, just because I, I love what uh, has been said in times past with some of our guests, they say, you know, just because the things that are out there are old, you don't throw the old out with the new, mm-hmm. but you must evaluate the old and determine how can that blend well with the new. And that's why a lot of times when we do research, as we've helped people, Michelle, for over 15 years now, we're looking at a lot of historical things, not just back the last 20 years and 30 years, but we're going back 80, 100 years, you know, economic cycles really do work on a consistent basis and that along with the goals and desires of the people we're working with allow us to better create and tailor 
a plan that's more effective for them. So flea training is all about conditioning and it's about not being clogged in that condition like the fleas. And when you are released, when you do know there is other opportunity out there, you hear other opportunity, Mm -hmm. you're in a place where you say, you know what? I'm going to take action to at least check it out. Maybe it's right or maybe it's wrong, but unlike those fleas where they just stayed confined to that area, we don't want to be that way, Michelle. We want to, we want to live in, in, in a place where we can continue to be free and fresh and clear mm-hmm. with what we're doing moving forward, and financially think, and everything. Right, and that's a great point when you look at it and you start to figure out, are you conditioned? Are you being conditioned? Like these fleas that were being conditioned and they didn't even realize that they were out of the jar. And it's that whole adage of thinking outside of the box. You want to be able to think outside of the box. I mean, you have worked so very hard to accumulate what you've accumulated, but you don't want to keep it at risk. But maybe you think, well, there's only one way to do it. And we're here to tell you there's more than one way to do it based on your goals and your specific needs. Michael and the team at Wall Financial Group, they can help you figure that out. In fact, there are three different companies, Michael, that you work with. Yeah. So that's, I mean, in and of itself, that's out of the box and helping folks avoid that conditioning of there's only one way that I have to do this and, and I've got to figure that out. Well, that's right. I mean, we knew that, uh, first off, not everybody is the same. Not everybody's equal as far as what they're doing, financially, goals, et cetera. And so the three companies that we have, obviously, Wall Financial Group, Wall Private Wealth, Wall Lasser & Company, are all designed uh, to add a complementary service to one another. But at the end of the day, they're designed to, at the end game, meet the needs of the client based on the needs that they have. And so, you know, we want to be considerate of that. And I want to be cautious of that in, in, in really designing something that we know is going to be a true tailored experience, a true independent experience. And, you know, I, I love the, the quote from Zig, um, which I mentioned from time to time, but I think things that are, are, are good are worth repeating. And, you know, he says, uh, someday I'll either say I'm glad I did or I wish I had. Someday we will all say mm-hmm. either I'm glad I did or right. I wish I had. So we're in a situation where now that we know uh, there's maybe other opportunity or other potential or other things out there. And if we're not happy with what's happening and we don't make a change, it is now on us, regardless there, of what it is. Exactly. Whether it's money, health, spiritual, everything. It's on us because we have to seek out the the reality of, of what's there and there are solutions. And that's the good news in today's society. So let me give you the phone number so you can get in touch with Michael and the team. 888-511-WALL. That's 888 W-A-L-L, numerically, that comes out to 888-511-9255. As always, thanks for joining us this week. And here's to a healthy and wealthy week. We'll see you next week. Have a great one. Thanks for listening to the Wealth and Health Radio Show with Michael Wall. To schedule your own personal appointment, call 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. And to find out more about Michael and the Wall Financial Group, Head to leanonthewall.com. Investment advisory services offered through Wall Private Wealth. Wall Private Wealth and Wall Financial Group, Inc. are not affiliated.